Welcome to This Is What Democracy Sounds Like. I'm Kevin Prang. This program is a presentation of Metropolitan Congregations United. MCU is a community organization that brings together religious congregations, community groups, and individuals to work for a common purpose to create a better life for all residents of the St. Louis region. We work at the intersection of race, economy, political power, gender, and the structures of oppression at work within us individually, within our organization, and within the community. We are working towards building people's control of the government, building community control of the economy, expanding the public sphere, and creating structural racial equity. Today's program is part of a series we are calling We Are MCU. It's a chance to get to know the organizers, leaders, and sustainers of MCU and learn about what motivates us to do the work. Today, my guest is Fran Collier, a leader with the MCU communications team. Welcome, Fran, and thanks for being here. Thank you for having me, Kevin. Good to see you again. Uh, So let's just start off. Give us a little background about you personally. Where did you grow up, and are you originally from St. Louis? I'm originally from St. Louis. I grew up uh, in North St. Louis on a block that has changed quite a bit uh, now, but my aunt is still there. Uh, My great-grandmother lived right across the street. I went to Yateman Elementary. I went to Bowman High School. Um, I can remember the walks in the winter and the summer, no buses. We walked across Fairground Park. Um, Then I went to, after I graduated from Bowman High School, I went to Wash U for two years, and that's Then I started a family. I have three fabulous children. They have minds of their own. They're entrepreneurs and they're doctors and and they're um, nonprofit organizers. Um, uh, I was married for 36 years. And um, now I work at the library. I've been there for 20 years plus. I've had different jobs at downtown mostly, uh, working downtown mostly. Um, uh, I, what and do that's, you do? That's, that's me. That's okay. Me. What do you do currently at the library? What's your role? Mm, well, I do what I have a passion, always had a passion for, the seniors. I work in adult outreach. And what we do, we take out materials, whether they're books, items that have been requested, or items that we request for our patrons, our customers, uh, to the different uh, facilities, communities, um, nursing homes, um, senior buildings, and we take materials to them. And um, a few of my customers have my personal cell number, and that's fine with me because, like I said, I have a passion for them and uh, always have had a passion for, and I think it, it stems back to I, I lost my mom at the age of three, and I've always migrated and had good rapport with older people. So that's what I do, uh, serving in the community that can't get to the library, uh, so that they have opportunity to take advantage of the items and different events that uh, take place at the library. Okay, so in that process, would would the the uh, seniors make a request every time you visit a a, a home um, and and say this is the book I'd like to read next? Do they place that request over the phone? Do they call you on your cell phone and and say, hey, this is what I'm looking for? Sometimes they call me on my cell phone. 
but they call into the office, you know, uh, when we go out, some of them have lists. I love lists. You know, some of them make lists because on the list, they specify what they want. If I request something, they might take to it or they might not take to it. You know, fortunately, they say I have a good, good choosing uh, as far as their character. And that's what I do. I observe what they what they previously get and I observe their character and I try to um, request items that I think that they may like. And um, I had a great story a couple of weeks ago. I chose a book for a lady and uh, her and her husband, they read items similar, um, nonfiction mostly, but I chose the book. And then the husband gave me a story that the book that I chose falls in line with a conversation that they were just having. And she's thinking about writing again, you know? So I was, I was moved by that, you know, and um, well, that's how they get their materials. They, they're spoiled, you know, because a lot of times we request things and, you know, I say, well, send me a list, you know, and you're doing just fine. I say, Oh, you're trying to work me. Okay. So, (laughs) but I roll with it, you know, and, um, I'm trying to cut back, you know, because like I said, they're spoiled. You know, they they want me to do the work or they want our team to do the work. Uh, but that's they're they're my passion. So that's wonderful. I, I am continually amazed by the um, outreach and the connections to the community that the St. Louis Public Library does. So whether it's a program like this, which I didn't know the details of before today or having food available or eye screenings, or any number of things for the community. The St. Louis Public Library is just has a, an amazing outreach program right now. We just had an event, young lady. She's from St. Louis, and I wish I could remember her name, uh, but she did an impression of Tina Turner. And they said that she did really well. And it's not just, you know, an individual. Some groups come in and you never heard of them, you know, and like I said, this lady is from St. Louis and they said she turned the house out, you know, and it's, they do, they, they do events and they outreach and the children during the summer, they're feeding them and they have camps. We work hard, you know, at the St. Louis public library. And, um, I'm very, I'm like 22, 20 years plus. And I'm very much content. And when I retire, which is creeping up <laughs> slowly, um, I'm, I'm glad I'm where I'm at. You know, they, they're, they're, they're a good resource, a great resource. So how did you learn about MCU and why did you decide to actively participate? And, and why MCU instead of an or, another organization? Well, my first granddaughter, she was in the public school system And her mom invited me and my oldest daughter to an event, 2014, I believe it was, 2014, 2015. Uh, The first one I had ever been to. And once we break out into the teams, that's it. Because if you don't leave the building, you are recruited. (laughs) So we break out and communications committee is where I settled. And after that meeting, I did not see my granddaughter's mother and her grandmother, because we were all there, it was the five of us. I never saw them at another meeting. (laughs) 
But me and my daughter stayed. Um, Israel is her name. And she was on the Juvenile Justice Committee. Uh, and I stayed with the Communications Committee. So it was the Break the Pipeline that drew us to that meeting, MCU, because my granddaughter was in school and there were there are yet still concerns uh, concerning breaking the pipeline. We're still working breaking the pipeline. Um, but that's how I came to MCU. And Susan, she recruited me. She invited me to lunch and she reeled me in. And I was under her wing. And that's how me and MCU came about. Okay, good. Uh, it's, a, it's a familiar story. I can tell you that. Once you walk in, they'll find you and, and find that's out <laughs> what you're passionate about and, and, and put you to work. So I think that's good because everybody is welcome. Um, there, there's never a time where somebody says, well, that person doesn't fit. We, there is a place for you with MCU. Um, Definitely. So, yeah. So how does your faith inform your participation with MCU and the actions that we take and the activities that we do? Well, okay. So my faith, I'm a strong believer in God and what Christ did for us. Uh, he made a difference. He made a sacrifice. He made a change. And that's what my faith does for me, you know, um, when you believe in something, um, you you go out there, you make a sacrifice, you contribute what you have as far as your talents, your skills, your passions. And uh, I'm, I'm thinking about, I believe it's 2 Corinthians 5 and 7, you know, faith without works. Well, the faith is there. You believe in it. Uh, now it's time to do something. It's time to act. It's time to move. It's time to go door to door and knock on the doors and campaign and and do skits that you didn't think that you were prepared for, you know, uh, but you believe in it, you know, and you let that uh, encompass your body as far as whatever you have to do. Um, that's and I'm a strong believer in in Christ and what he did. And so grateful. There's gratitude. There's gratitude when you think about MCU, you know, as far as what I've seen and, and been a part of, and now I'm getting ready to cry. So I'm going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, that's a good thing. I think um, you mentioned knocking on doors, obviously collecting signatures. This is another thing we do. And I think you and I are very similar spirits in that you know, stepping up to a stranger and asking a question is is not something that we look forward to do. So, where does that that um, strength to do that come come for you, or, or how do you get over that? Well, um, I guess, like I said, sometimes I can say too much. Okay, so knowing that when I come into work, I come in singing. I come in singing a song that God has given me. So when I step out there to get a signature, they don't have to sign. Uh, they don't have to, you know, um, ask any questions. They might fan me off, but the ideal is because of the faith, because of the belief, you keep stepping up. And one thing changed uh, me because when when people would come up to me for a signature, because I didn't know them, because I didn't know the issue. I was hesitant, 
but I learned through MCU, it's not, it's, it's a signature, you know, and then the next step is to vote, you know, so you don't have to vote on the issue, you know, but just the signature is the grassroots. That's where we start, uh, get the signature. Um, so that's what kind of turned me, you know, I, I don't have to know about it, but these people are out here. They're trying to make a change that apparently the issue is, is one that is important. So at least get the signature. So that, that kind of motivated me, you know, to just keep going, keep knocking, keep asking, you know, um, I've got an explanation. I've got the time you can read the issues, you know, um, but you know, the signature is important. The signature is, a, is, is, is the beginning step. Like I said, that's the grassroots. That's where we begin. And it's important. Uh, a signature is important. Okay. So what, what's been the most memorable MCU action or activity that you've participated in and, and what happened and why was it so memorable? Well, that's the Medicaid expansion. Um, like I said, I had never tried to get signatures on a petition. I had never knocked, knocked on doors before. It was the Medicaid expansion. And my daughter, I mentioned her earlier, getting emotional again. She was out of the country for eight years. She came back home, uh, which was a blessing because now they're having wars over where she was. And she reminds me, mom, you did a great thing because now the medical expenses that she has, she doesn't have to pay anything. And it's because of the Medicaid expansion. It's because of pushing it, getting the signatures, having the politicians slap you in the face and try to turn it around. And then you push it again, whether it be a phone call or whether it be a knock on the door, it's because of the Medicaid expansion. And I'm so grateful. And I know she is because it has served her very well and still serving her well. And then the seniors, that I service, you hear them speaking of changes that the Medicaid expansion made. So that's, that was the Medicaid expansion for me. So and for that's you, what keeps me with MCU, keeps me motivated, even though I'm a back of the stage worker, if they call on me and I can contribute, that's what I want to do. That's an amazing story. I, you know, we worked together on a couple of things, and I didn't know how personal that change in in the law was for you. Um, so, it, and we always talk about at MCU finding your your personal motivation, and you had it right in front of you the whole time. That's God. He yeah. places things because timing is everything. And even though they tried to take Medicaid expansion away from us, God knew that they couldn't because there was a need, there was an issue, there was a service, you know, the un injustice that was there before, you know, Medicaid expansion. Um, he knew the injustice. So. Okay. Brings me to one of my other questions. And you, you had mentioned that our politicians had tried to take that back away and we had to fight for it. And so a lot of times, especially in our congregations, the word politics comes with a negative connotation. So, but why is it important for us, and especially people of faith, to be politically active? Well, I was given um, 
some good words not too long ago. Um, when you are concerned about a certain issue um, and you make a stand for it, uh, that's a political statement. Um, so it doesn't matter what it is, as long as you are affirmed in believing uh, that you want to change that. Uh, and people of faith, uh, we have not seen <laughs> Jesus, but we believe in Jesus. And we might not see the change at the time, but if we work at it and because we believe at it, uh, believe in it and have faith about it, uh, change will come. But it takes that that work, you know, faith without works is dead and it takes that. So as people of faith, you know, we 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 make up our minds to believe in God, to believe in the sacrifices that Christ made. So if there's another issue or change that we need to want to see take place as people of faith, we make a difference and we step out. You know, we step out and we make the sacrifice. We might get slapped down, you know, but um, it's 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 not a permanent thing because we're still believing in it. We're still fighting for it. And as a result, Medicaid expansion is here, you know, um, as people of faith. You can't say that enough. Uh, I went to a concert last night. Uh, The name is Danny Gokey. I believe I pronounced it right. And he has a song out there and the audience, you know, the lyrics, I can't remember, but faith kept coming up. Faith, 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 you know. Um, so as people of faith, that's that's the road we go, you know. Um, that's the road that we travel. Okay, good. What, what that MCU is doing right now, are you currently excited about when you hear about uh, any of the... Uh, the actions that we're taking right now? Is there anything that catches your imagination? Well, environmental justice. Environmental justice impacts us all. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how old you are. What's in the air affecting us? Environmental justice, because everybody's impacted, you know, you know, you when you when I think of MCU and what I've seen over the years, the more people involved, the more you see the concerns and the more people you see want to change, make a change. So because environmental justice impacts us all, you know, um, <laughs> there's no excuse. I mean, you know, um, you can't say it enough. Uh, uh, the air quality, you know, the water, you know, for our children in the schools, you know, I work downtown and the pipes that they pulling out the ground that they've been in there for decades, they're horrendous, you know, and now, now they're replacing them with a different material that's supposed to, I guess, last a little longer. Why wait so long, you know? So the impact of, environmental justice because it impacts us all it, that's I'm, I'm i'm hoping and looking for more people you know to join if not mcu other organizations that are concerned about the environmental justice okay, including good. our politics you know politicians 
you know, they're affected by it too also. So, you know, what's, you know, what's the holdup? Let's just get the job done. Right. And especially, I think, I think the, the issue we tackled last spring with the, the lead uh, filtering out of, out of school water, that was, that was one that was, come on folks, this is, this is, we should all be on, on board for this one. This one should be easy. Yeah. Yeah. Did, I mean, we, we pick and choose what, what we're um, passionate about. Uh, but as we all know, we all need water. You know, that's a great percentage of the human body. And um, that's everybody's impacted. Everybody's impacted. Yeah. So when we're when we're seeing what we fight for tried to be overturned by politicians and when it's it's hard getting across the line, what what gives you hope? What motivates you and keeps you excited about about doing this work? Well, um, it's not all politicians, you know, some politicians are on board. Some politicians get it. Um, the, the, the constant push, you know, um, I think about some of our, um, members that go to Jefferson city, you don't go to Jefferson city to petition, to picket or to voice yourself because it's not important. You know, um, you're in their face. That's, that's important. It's, it's important to be in the politician's face, you know, to give that eye to eye contact, you know, to, to, ex- to express yourself. And when you get regular people that are not members that are, have families that are willing to go out, that, that gives me hope you know, to, to see other people that are not involved in politics. Um, I have to, one of my, one of our members told me to stop saying I'm not political, you know, uh, to a degree you are, because you're all part of this. We're all part of this, you know. Um, that's what gives me hope, to just see the people constantly coming. Uh, the last public meeting that we had, I, it was, I thought it was a packed house, you know, and um, there was passion in the room. There were issues that were to be addressed, you know. Uh, okay, so you've made this statement. You said you're going to make this change. Okay, so we're going to follow up. We're going to be in your face and we're going to follow. You said you were going to do this on certain on such and such date. Where are you? You know, that's what gives me hope, you know, and not being afraid uh, to, to stay in their face, you know, and to, to, to hold them accountable you know, to, to doing what they said they were going to do. That, that gives me hope. We all should be held accountable, um, whether we like it or not, you know. So that's what gives me hope. The accountability to be, to constantly, the public meetings, to be in their face, to hope, you know, just, just to keep pushing, you know, and to see other people that, you know, never even been a part of an organization like myself, just keep pushing, you know. And keep hearing, keep letting your voices be heard, you know. Okay, good. So if you're talking to one of our listeners, maybe somebody else at your church about involvement at MCU, what is your pitch? What would you say to say you need to join us? Here's here's why you should consider joining us. I know you have a passion about something. I know you felt the injustice on some issue. 
I know you, well, I wish they would change this. Well, if that's what you wish, then uh, you have an opportunity here at MCU, you know, to be trained, to be exposed, to love God. You are a person of faith to serve a people, you know, if you have, if you take care of a a mom or a senior, or if you have a child in school, you know, um, whatever the case may be, if you love God, you serve people and you make a change, you know, you, you will make a change, even if it's in yourself, you know, uh, you will make a change. Um, I, I use my daughter. I, this is the third time I brought her up. She started in juvenile justice and she started a nonprofit organization over in Moldova, which is where they're destroying people and the people's homes that they're destroying, her nonprofit organization is serving these people. You, 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 you can't, you can't go wrong if, you know, if you, if there's something that you have a passion about that you want to see changed, you, you have to have your voices heard, you know, you have to contribute um, no matter how little, no matter how, large of a contribution, you know, um, it's something there. There's something there, even if the change is in you. Okay, good. I want to thank you very much for taking the time to speak with me this morning. Um, I know this is not something that you're comfortable with doing at all, but I think one of the great things about, about talking and telling your story is that MCU is a place for everyone. So I want to thank my guest today, Frank Collier, a leader with the MCU Communications Task Force. And if you're ready to join us in this work and step outside of your comfort zone and work for justice in the St. Louis area, contact us at 314-367-3484 or email us at office at mcustl.com. You can also learn more and contribute to MCU at our website, mcustlewis.org. Also be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for news and events. I'm Kevin Prang, and you've been listening to This Is What Democracy Sounds Like. Tune in again next time, and thank you for listening. Mm-hmm.